engineer, Chris Langan. We will be hearing from the head coach, Drake Veronich, in just a moment. But Bellevue West and Carney, they have put together a little bit of a history in this pod tournament last year. Carney defeated Bellevue West on the Saturday championship game after winning against Papio the opening night. And we just had a dandy here in the first game. Lincoln High defeats Papillion La Vista 72-71 to in overtime. And the actual game-winning bucket was waved off by uh, by uh, interference, offensive goaltending. The ball was bouncing around on the rim for Papio, and one of the players went up to tip it and saw that it was going in, but his hand came down in the net that negated the bucket, and Lincoln High wins it in overtime, 72-71. So the winners play Saturday, and the losers play Saturday down in Omaha. We will take a break on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. When we come back, we'll hear from the head coach, Drake Moronic. We chatted with him on this morning's Tell Your Daddy show, and we'll bring that to you right after this time out. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of all area athletes and would like to wish them good luck in their competition. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Good luck, athletes. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown Carney for a free estimate. The last time Carney High played, it was Bellevue West at the state tournament. Head coach Drake Baronic with us here on the Doug and Daddy Show. Drake, uh, this isn't the first time you started off with one of the top dogs in the state. Yeah, it's an interesting task to take on a team like uh, you know Bellevue West or like Craig Cup a few different times. We've been in some tough pods, but uh, you know I think it it's always good to really see where you're at the start of the year, so we have the rest of the year to really find things that we need to get better at. So. Um, they're going to be a great test for us. Our guys are, are ready. They're excited. Um, and so it's it, you got to play somebody, so it might as well be somebody good, I guess. Well, there's uh, ob- the obvious questions that we just as well get out of the way first. Uh, you weren't able to play with Shiloh Robinson last year and uh, because of the injury, but he was part of the team. Tell us what Shiloh did during his injury and where he is at right now as he gets ready for his senior season and, and committed to Liberty. Yeah, you know, I think he just he, he grew um, and matured as a player by watching and, and being involved and not just watching, I mean, coaching and helping. And and I always thought when I got done playing that, man, I wish I would have uh, tried to coach a little bit first and then played because you just see the different side of things and you appreciate things so much more. And, and uh, you know, maybe you worked a little harder or whatever. And you can definitely see that maturation process with him and, and just, man, there's a whole new found of – and he loved the game before, but, man, he, he just comes to practice every day. He continues to coach his, his teammates like he did before. And just um, as a leader, he's gotten so much better. So, um, you know, his skills are, are, are getting there. And, uh, he's a great talent. He's a great player. He's a great kid. We love having him in our program. And I'm just so tickled for him to be able to go out there and, and show what he can do because it would be hard to sit out from a whole year. 
Drake Baranek, head boys basketball coach at Kearney High, joining us here as they get ready for Bellevue West tonight. Then on the flip side, you lose a first-team All-Stater in Cannon Coster who's already doing some good things at UNK. And I know you can give me the coach speak that, well, it can't just be one guy that replaces Cannon Coster. What what does it mean to lose a guy like Cannon Coster, and how does that change what you will do offensively? Uh, big time. I mean, he's a kid that we knew that he could get a shot off anytime he needed to or we needed him to. Um, so, you know, we're going to have to find some guys that uh, can step up in big moments. I think that was probably the best thing that Cannon did was um, when it was time to win a game, um, we could go to him and, and you knew he was going to be cool, calm, and collected and he was going to win a game for us. So um, we're going to have to find that guy that's going to step up in a big moment. Um, and then, obviously, he did a lot of really good things also that we're going to have to replace. But uh, we got some young guys that, that are hungry. we got some guys that kind of played in limited roles the last couple of years that are ready to rock and roll. And so, uh, you know, they've been sitting and watching and, and waiting for their turn and uh, seeing how things are supposed to be done. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that they can come out and, and do the things that they've been working on up to this point and hopefully the preparation for this is we're ready for it. Drake Bronick with us here on the Doug and Daddy show as they get ready for Bellevue West tonight. Confidently, I mean, this might be a little different task tonight about how many kids you want to play, but how deep do you believe you are? Is this a six, seven man rotation? Is this a 10, 11 man somewhere in between? Where do you feel you're at right now? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, we, we talk to the staff a lot and try to figure out where we think we are with that. Um, one day it's one thing, the next day it's another. But uh, I do feel confident in saying this is probably the best 15 to 16 guys that we have had top to bottom. Um, and so just they've been in the program. They understand what we want to do. Um, there's a lot of guys that, that uh, I would have no problem throwing into a game, and, and they're not going to hurt us. They might not do anything fantastic, but they're not going to hurt us. So um, the rotation, it, it'll take time to figure where it's at. But I do think, you know, for the first time in a while, we're pretty comfortable with, with people that are coming off the bench. In fact, um, a lot of them probably be starting at a different program. Um, but, but we're so thankful to have um, a bunch of really quality players that can come in and do some things for us. So, you know, I think realistically we're probably looking at an eight, nine man, something like that rotation. But, uh, you know, where, where we get in trouble is it's hard to take a guy like Shiloh off the floor or, you know, a Carson Swartz or Seth Stroh or whoever. So, um, but uh, it'll, it'll be fun to see how it plays itself out. Drake, uh, give us a little scouting report here on uh, opening night when you knew that you played Bellevue West and you're familiar with them from the state tournament and playing them before last year. Uh, I'm sure the scouting yeah. report wasn't over the top here. They've got an incredible couple of guards there. What do they, what's going to be different tonight than, than uh, the team that you played uh, back in March? Well, I just think that that year of growth, I mean, look at how much better a guy like Shiloh got from his freshman to a sophomore year um, or Carson or who, I mean, there's so many guys in our program that have showed tremendous growth from the start. Um, and you look at that, you, you just never know how good a kid like Chucky Hepburn is going to get from freshman to sophomore year. You know, we played him um, during the summer. And, and I think from my own playing experience, I remember going to college and, man, I got so much better from freshman to sophomore year. It was unbelievable just because you get used to the speed. Um, your first year, you're kind of in that shock mode of, you know, trying to figure things out, whatever. Now you just get comfortable and you just do what you know you need to do. So um, just their growth as players is going to be be something. Um, 
And then we don't know, you know, they got two big guys that are about six, seven, six, eight that they haven't played together in the past. I know there's some, they lost the, the Johnson kid and then uh, the number 10 from last year that was pretty good player. So there's some, there's some question marks on who they're going to play and how often when they played their scrimmage game, they went five and five. I don't know if they'll do that again, but maybe they will. Um, they feel pretty comfortable with 10 guys I've been told. So um, it's just going to be one of those things where you just don't know a lot. All you can control is, is your team and how you approach the game and, and what we need to do to be better. And then, um, you know, we, we try to be as strategic as we can. But uh, early on, man, it's about us. And, and Drake, uh, because it's this Class A pod tournament, talk about the other side and what you'll see Saturday. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, Lincoln High and, and Papio South. And, and we've been in some pretty tough pods. I mean, two years ago, we were in a pod with Millard West, Lincoln Northeast, and in prep all which were rated in the top 10 at the time and and this year it's going to be i mean in some publications um papio south is rated in the top 10 lincoln high is rated in around the 10 sometimes they're they're right out of it but uh you know probably three or four teams in the top 15 so um it's a tough pod um we haven't done a great job at carney of getting off to good starts on the season I think that's something that we would like to see that, that we can improve on is getting off to a fast and furious start. Usually it takes us about until, you know, a conference tournament time or something to really get clicking. And uh, that's something we've talked a lot about. I think a lot of people shy away from um, being reflective and, and, you know, not talking about the elephant in the room or whatever. We're going to throw it out there. You know, we want our kids to know what the expectations are. We want them to know what we're playing for and how we want to be successful and our kids know. And then if we come up short, we come up short, but we gave it our best shot. And welcome back to Carney High School and the Ogemeyer Hydra's free game show, getting ready for number four, Carney, and number one, Bellevue West. Starting lineups, time to take a look at those brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Carney. The Bellevue West, they've got four kids back from the starting lineup from last year. Number three, six foot one inch junior guard is David Newar. Number 20, six foot four junior forward, Lewis Fiddler. Number 22, six foot two senior guard, Nico Felici. And then the Husker commits as only a sophomore is number 24, 6'1 guard. You heard us talking about it with Coach. That's Chucky Hepburn. And number 50 is the 6'8 junior center, John Shanklin. A longtime head coach of Bellevue West is Doug Woodard. As we said, they come in as the number one ranked team in the state, and they were able to defeat Carney in the quarterfinals last year in the state tournament after Carney had beaten them the first Saturday of the year. For the Carney Bearcats, number three, six foot two inch senior guard Carson Schwartz. Number twenty, six foot four inch junior post Seth Stroh. Number twenty three, six foot two inch senior Jaden Engen. Number thirty five, six foot two inch sophomore Jack Johnson. And number forty three, the six eight senior All Stater Shiloh Robinson, who missed all of last year after getting a wrist injury. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Carney. We'll be back with more from Carney High right after this timeout. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln, or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. 
The doctors at ENT Physicians of Kearney are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, and head and neck disorders in patients of all ages. We have proudly provided Kearney and the surrounding areas with ENT and audiology services since 1994. We're excited to introduce full-time allergy services for both adults and children. We strive to provide the highest quality care here in Kearney and at five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Make an appointment today with Dr. Connolly, Dr. Owen, or myself, Dr. Johnson, here at ENT Physicians of Kearney and see why experience matters to us specializing in you. And we are back here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Doug Duda, Caleb Henry. Glad that you're along with us here at Kearney High School. And uh, we are also on the internet at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Again, Kearney, number four in the state, and number one is Bellevue West. And uh, early game had Papillion La Vista, 72-71 in overtime over Lincoln High. The Kearney girls were a winner tonight on the road, so they'll play in the championship on Saturday as they picked up the win 52-41 to over Bellevue West. So congratulations to the Kearney High girls. We'll be back with more as we get ready for tip-off. Kearney and Bellevue West on KXPN, KICS right after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Genetics first, traits second. With Aurora Cooperative, you can source genetics from the four major germplasms available in the U.S., allowing you to choose the best genetics possible for each and every acre. Aurora Cooperative agronomists have been very active in the fields this season, getting to know your hybrid choices inside and out so that they can be your trusted resource to help you make the right selections for your farm and your yields. To create the highest yielding story for your acres and take advantage of our unique turn row incentives, contact your local co-op agronomist today. Tougher together, Aurora and you. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. Also going on tonight, we've got basketball on uh, two of our other uh, Platte River radio stations and PlatteRiverPreps.com. On the breeze, 94.5, we got Nebraska women's basketball. So all of that coming your way tonight. And on uh, 1230 AM, KHAS, Seward and Hastings are playing. The girls' game just wrapping up. And the boys' game, Seward's ranked fifth in B, and Hastings just outside the top ten. And then we have Axtell and Pleasanton. The girls' game just wrapping up on Power 99, and that'll be funneled by the boys' game. Again, on Classic Hits Power 99 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. So glad to have you along with us. As the Thunderbirds come out in uh, the purple uniforms with gold trim and shorts that you would wear during the summer. And for Carney High, they come out in the white with their blue trim. And we bring in 
Caleb Henry uh, for uh, tonight's basketball game. And what a way to start things off, Caleb. You just will bring number one into your house. That's the exact way you would want to come in. And Carney's going to have this place filled because not only is it the opening night for basketball season, but their one act just had their uh, community play just down the hall. They've got districts coming up this weekend, state coming up as well. So the community is here. It is packed, and this is the right way to start the season. And we will be back here Saturday for the Carney High Wrestling Invite. You'll hear the finals on Power 99. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrid pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. Carney, Bellevue West, tips it off right after this on ESPN Radio. If your last new car dealing resembled a full-contact martial art and not near as much fun... Friesen Ford in Aurora says, come find out what low-pressure customer-based auto dealing is all about. The same is true for service and parts. In this day and age where nobody knows your name, Friesen Ford in Aurora are greeting more and more folks by their name. It's called Friendly Friesen. Friesen Ford, Aurora. We are ready to go. Carney High will move from right to left. The Thunderbirds will move from left to right. Carney High had success the very first time. Drake Moronic put a team on the floor. His uh, first game as a coach at Carney High, they knocked off Creighton Prep back at the old gym. Shiloh Robinson jumping it up against John Shanklin, both at 6'8". The opening tip goes a little too deep and ends up in the hands of the Thunderbirds of Bellevue West. Carney High is going to come out and play man-to-man. Will it be high scoring or will it be a little more low scoring in the 50s like it was at the state tournament? Thunderbirds are being very patient here on their opening possession of the basketball game. The crossover dribble knocked away out of the hands of Chucky Hepburn. Hepburn has it taken away. Fast break the other way. Stroh goes in, lays it up, gets taken out, but makes the layup. Seth Stroh with the steal from the Nebraska recruit, and that's a good way to get things going here if you're Carney High. Engen with a good hustle play, getting on the floor right away. So the first turnover of the basketball game, and then Hepburn throws it away as he tries to lob it over the top here to David Newor. And you hear a variety of things, Caleb. Uh, it doesn't matter how good you are. If you got a Division One offers as, as a sophomore, you still, now everybody's here to see you. He knows the eyes are on him. That's the guy that they know they're going to have to get going a, a year off, but no better way to start than at home against the top team. Well, Hepburn comes in and makes a steal the other way. Hepburn one on two, takes it all the way in, past Robinson, switches hands. It's no good. Offensive rebound put back up from five feet. It's no good in there by Fiddler. And the rebound brought down by the Carney High Bearcats. And that is going to be for Carney. Jack Johnson coming in there. And up the other end, up and in. Shorts with a good transition layup. So it's 4 to nothing. Carney High jumps out to the lead here. Over Bellevue West, showing some confidence. That's a good thing early, Caleb. Uh, you're a little bit of an underdog, but you're getting a chance to do things here. And West will go to the free throw line, take a pull-up jumper by Felici that bounces off no good. And the ball comes down into the hands of the Bearcats and Jaden Ingen. They'll actually have a little half-court set now. The first two buckets were transition. And so Carney High, 90 seconds in, actually will set up their offense. Schwartz at the top, returning point guard here. He's had plenty of time. Coach Baronic liked him right when he came into the program, so he played a lot right out of the gate as a sophomore. Bell West also trying to play man-to-man. Robinson takes it in, has it blocked by Shanklin, has it blocked again by the big man down low. So Robinson not able to convert his first couple. Thunderbirds run the court of a blocking foul, going to be called as Felici takes it to the rack. Two free throws coming up. So far, we haven't seen Bellevue West get three sides of the floor on offense. They've just been playing on one side of the floor, haven't been passing it around at all. That should definitely open things up for Shanklin as this game goes on. 
And the first foul of the game is on Shiloh Robinson. At the line to shoot two will be Felici of the two stud guards that they have. And it is up and it is in. He is the only senior starter for the Thunderbirds. So you're number one in the state and you have one senior starter. (laughs) They were in the finals last year. Free throw number two is up the front of the iron. No good. And the rebound brought down by Seth Stroh. Stroh on the outlet. Schwartz brings it up on the left side with the right hand dribble to the high post. Kicks it back out top and right back over to Schwartz. Rotate it to the left wing, looking for some cutters and nothing moving right now as they go through their offense. Driving the baseline, Robinson still looking for that first shot, puts it up and in, but they wave it off and say a foul on the floor. There was kind of a coin flip there, whether it was going to be a foul or a walk. And the foul going to be called on Felici. First foul on the Thunderbirds. Robinson aggressive right from the get-go. Three touches, three shots other than that foul. Yeah, he... He wants to get going. Uh, he's been sitting on the sidelines, although all the summer ball and all that for a long time. Entry pass to Robinson is away from him. He cannot grab it. Turnover. Thunderbirds run the floor here. Newor brings it all the way down to the block on the left side and then kicks it back out top to Chucky Hepburn. Hepburn looking for a high pick and roll here with Shanklin. Kicks it over on the wing to Newor. Outside the arc. Tries to drive baseline. Dribbles it off his leg and out of bounds. Turnover number three. Well, no, they're going to say it's off Carney's leg, and it'll stay with West underneath their own hoop. Stroh, really good defense, staying right up under him right now. Again, West has a couple of 6'8 kids, but only one in the lineup right now as they lob it up top into the hands of Lewis Fiddler. Fiddler rotates through. They're not shy about dribble drive penetration, and that's what you see with these great guards. Newar fade away in the lane from 12, no good. Rebound brought down by the Bearcats again. Seth Stroh with his second unofficially, quickly gets it up the floor to Johnson. And Jack, nowhere to go. The sophomore tries to get it down low. We're going to have the ball kicked. It will be Carney high. 4-1, to one, Carney. We're three minutes into the first quarter, and we'll see our first sub. In for the Bearcats comes Colin Murray, the six-foot junior. One of the five Murrays. The oldest Austin, of course, was a starter for a couple of years for the Bearcats. Here's a reach-in foul on the Thunderbirds on the inbounds pass. Goes on David Newell. His first team second. Still 4-1 to one, Carney. They scored on two transition buckets to start the game. Kick it over on the left wing. Here's Stroh driving in. Off balance. Got it to go. Tough shot, but Seth Stroh hits it. Stroh with his second bucket. 6-1 to one, Carney. Fast break the other way. Layup rolls off the rim. No good. Hits the floor. Rebound brought down here by the Bearcats. It's going to be Engen with the outlet pass. Three-pointer back to Engen. It's going to be short. No good. Rebound pulled down by Newar. Newar one on two. Wants to go all the way in. Has to adjust. Tough shot. No good. Great defense by the Bearcats. And the rebound brought down by Shiloh Robinson. One on two and Wes wanted to try and make it happen that time, Caleb. On the other end, they went five on three. Pulled up for a three-pointer. That was no good leading to that transition shot. Here's Murray on the right wing. Tries to drive the baseline. Newar cuts him off. Kicks it back out of the wing to Stroh. For 6-4, he can play all over the floor. Schwartz, they're still looking for Robinson down low. Hepburn's kind of down there leaning on him a little bit. Big mismatch with Robinson if they can get it over to his side of the floor. Trying to get it down to him. He comes out a little bit on the left baseline. Trying to, oh, just ran over Hepburn. The ball got deflected out. They have no call there. Hepburn may have flopped a little bit, but uh, Shiloh definitely made contact. That would have been his second here in the first quarter. Longest possession here of the ball game so far. Again, we're just in the first quarter because the first game tonight went overtime. It's 6-1 to one Bearcats. 
Three and a half to go here in the first quarter. Driving baseline. A reach in foul before Stroh can get the shot away. It'll be Bearcat ball underneath their own hoop. Now the Thunderbirds going to make mass substitutions here as the foul was called on Fiddler. Coach Baronic says they're not afraid to play 10 guys. He wasn't sure how they do it. Well, they're bringing in four fresh faces right here. This is something uh, Coach Baronic is definitely going to recognize. Think back to his playing days at Ravenna, three in a time, four in at a time. That's what he's going to see from the Thunderbirds. So Carney High will take it out underneath their own hoop, trying to get it inside. Robinson is covered. Schwartz throws it all the way out to the top of the circle to Jaden Engen. Engen hands it back to Schwartz and the man-to-man. So a little fresher legs here for West. Off the high pick. Schwartz gets to the free throw line. His man trips, falls down. The 10-footer is no good. The rebound by Deng Jall. And the outlet pass all the way down to Woodard, the sun. And he puts it up, rolls off the rim. It won't go. West has yet to make a field goal in this game. And they've had a couple of tough shots, but they've also had a couple of looks in the paint. Most of their shots have been on, on the run. They haven't got anything in there with their feet set. Pump fake, get someone in the air. Pass knocked away. Steal at the top of the key. Third Carney turnover trying to go all the way is Nate Sullivan, but he is grabbed before he even gets to the paint. So we've had a lot of fouls that have been called away from the hoop. And this is on Colin Murray. That'll be his first, second team foul. 6-1 Carney, 2.56 to go first quarter. Chucky Hepburn, the only starter that stayed in the ball game for Coach Woodard. All the way up top, they get it to Nate Sullivan. They sag on him a little bit with Stroh. Sullivan doesn't look like he really wants to shoot. Now a give and go. The ball knocked away and turnover number three for Bellevue West. Here comes Robinson trying to go all the way. The ball's knocked away. It's going to go out of bounds. They're going to give it to Carney High. That's one of those where it was hard to tell what was going to happen, so they just let the ball go out of bounds and uh, gave it to Carney. He maybe got his feet just a little bit out in front of him trying to go get that transition bucket. Dang Jall was hanging right with him. Here's Murray, back cut, gets it inside, driving in and making a layup is Jaden Ingen. And Carney High is up 8-1. to 2.37 to go here in quarter number one. Carney High by seven over the number one team of the state. Sullivan, top of the circle. Kicks it over the right wing to Hepburn. That's Trey Hepburn. You've got Trey and Chucky in there. Trey's actually older. Now Chucky for three. First three of the game, it rims out. No good. Seth Stroh. Brings it down. No field goals in the first six minutes of the game for the number one team in the state. Who would have thought that? Schwartz with a basketball. Five-second count on. Picks the dribble up and hands it off to Engen. Playing very conservative out top now. Trying to catch their breath a little bit. Colin Murray over on the right wing. Drives it inside. Scoops it up. Off the glass. No good. Fights to get his own rebound. It goes out of bounds. And it's going to go to Bellevue West. And coming in for Carney High is going to be Jack Johnson again. And check it out for a breather. Will be Jaden Ingen. Well, Coach Baronic says, you know, we got about 15, 16 guys we like. We've seen six so far and in the they, first quarter. They're getting way better shots right now through this first quarter. All of the shots for Bellevue West have been contested. Bearcats getting shots at the rim. 8-1 Carney, 145 to go here in the first quarter. Bellevue West trying to get the offensive play into everybody's hands. Off a couple of high screens, a little hip check, bounce pass over to Woodard, can't get the three into the corner, open three, and it's on the way and in by Trey Hepburn. So they get an open look, and they knock down their first shot of the basketball game. And just like that, it cuts the lead to 8-4. So Carney didn't run away and hide here in the first quarter. They just played really good defense. Now they need to find a bucket. Stroh up top, puts it on the floor with a left hand. He gets hipped. And I think we're going to get a couple of free throws this time. Foul will be called on Nate Sullivan. His first in the fourth team, but they're going to say no. They're going to call it on the floor. 6-4 Stroh, really good getting into the lane right now. Now, with Coster gone, Stroh was good last year. They're hoping that he can be great this year. I know the coaches and the players don't say that, but that's what everybody's thinking. 
As they get it into the corner, ball deflected. Murray grabs it back out to Schwartz. Schwartz tries to set the offense, gets a high pick from Shiloh Robinson back into the corner. They'll lob it inside, double team, good backside help. There's Dang Jahl coming in and knocking it away, stepping in front of Shiloh Robinson, and here come the Thunderbirds down by four. Woodard to the high post, kicks it out of the wing. Hepburn for another three. Trey too strong on that one. Long rebound comes out to Stroh, almost lost it. Fourth board here for Seth, and we're down to 40 seconds to go in the first quarter. Carney's up 8-4. to four. Schwartz being hounded by Trey Hepburn up top, keeps reaching. So Schwartz takes him off the dribble, then comes in and gets his shot blocked by Jane Jahl. Out of bounds it goes. Carney basketball, good move by Schwartz, but also some good backside help by Bellevue West. And these Thunderbird guards are bringing pressure all the way up to half court every time they cross uh, for Carney. So they're getting pressure, hard to get into that offense, but once you do get by a guy, they've been getting into the paint really well. Lewis Fiddler comes back in for the Thunderbirds. 33 seconds to go in the first quarter. And Carney up by four. Carney ball underneath their own hoop. Schwartz looking in the lane. Now lobs it all the way at Robinson at the top of the circle. On the left elbow, knocked away, and we're going to get a double dribble. It happened right in front of the Bellevue West bench. They didn't blow the whistle right away, but Bellevue West was on it, and then the whistle came. Here's Keon Gorey checking in for Carney High. So the Bearcats, five turnovers so far here in quarter number one. 30 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Bearcats by four, but it has not been a shooting exhibition here in the first seven and a half minutes. Coming off of that overtime game right away, you can tell the tempo. These guys have been ready to get on the court. So let's see if Bellevue West holds for the last shot. Trey Hepburn brings it into the front court, gives it over to Chucky. He's back in on the left wing, gets the high pick here by Fiddler. Now brings it to the right elbow, dishes it off to the bro, and he comes down the baseline, and Tracy's called for the charge. Gorey stuck, stuck in there, and Trey Hepburn gets the charge, and now... Coach Moronic's going to bring in a bunch of offensive players. He had switched in some defensive guys for what he thought might be the last possession. Well, if you're switching in and that's your defensive switch, that's a heck of a defensive switch. Get a charge right away, get the ball possibly last shot. Still 16 seconds to go in the quarter, so plenty of time, but Bell West is going to pressure in the backcourt. And the Bearcats will throw it in here with Johnson. He'll find Murray. Murray trying to avoid the trap. Back over here to Schwartz. Still in the backcourt with 10. Gets it across the timeline with eight. Trips up, falls down. Still has the basketball. Now has it kicked out of bounds with three seconds to go. And they're going to say it's off of Carney High. Schwartz thought he could take his man one-on-one and could not. And he got his feet got his feet uh, twisted up there. Now Gorey comes in. Coach Baronic saying, hey, we got thrown down. Three seconds, Bellevue West from half court. And if they hit something here, then they're going to be just fine after the first quarter. But they throw it backwards to Hepburn. Hepburn midcourt, he'll take a 40-footer. It's on the way, and it's off the mark, and we're at the end of one quarter. In the opening game of the year, number four, Carney leading number one, Bellevue West. Eight to four here on ESPN and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Let's talk NSG Transport out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. I'm sure you've seen our burgundy and gold trucks on the road. Ever wonder what those trucks are hauling? NSG is your source for aggregates, concrete asphalt rock, driveway rock, and of course grain and other bulk loads. NSG Transport is a family-owned company that has been servicing Nebraska for over 40 years. Get to know NSG. Go to NSGCO.com for more information. That's NSGCO.com. NSG Transport, Gothenburg, Nebraska. 
South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Doug Duda, Caleb Henry back with you here at Kearney High School. Well, this may be a little bit more of what we saw in the state tournament in March. Uh, not a lot of points here in the first quarter, but it is the first quarter of the first game. It's the first quarter, and right now as you're trying to get into your offenses, trying to get the, the legs under you, it's very different than going through your practices. I know this is the top team in the state, one and number four, but still, it takes a little bit getting into those, and for the Thunderbirds, only one shot hasn't been contested. That's been their only bucket. I had Carney for six turnovers, Bellevue West for three, and Carney turned two of those three into layups. Carney's out rebounded Bellevue West nine to three. Seth Stroh, the only player with multiple buckets, he's got four. Robinson top of the key as Carney gets it to start the second quarter. Robinson drives, loses it, knocked off of him, and right off the leg of Hepburn and out of bounds. So it'll stay with Carney high. Robinson still looking for a bucket, and they need him to stay aggressive, just like he's been, like he was that whole first quarter. Two fouls on Carney, five on Bellevue West. Inbounds pass all the way to the left-hand corner. Thinking about driving in is going to be Engen. Now kicks it back out top over to Schwartz. 4-3, it's on the way. It's short, no good. 0 of 2 now. Offensive rebound, back up and in throw. So being aggressive, hitting the glass, working hard, trying to outwork the faster team. There's Hepburn comes in. He leans a shoulder in that has the ball knocked out of bounds. He leaned right into Jay Engen. Carney wanted an offensive foul on the Husker commit, but... They just let the ball go out of bounds, and it'll stay with West. Inbounds pass. Get it over to the top to Fiddler. Fiddler looking inside. Contested again. It rolls off the rim. Stroh with good defense, and Robinson will bring down his third rebound. Outlet transition underneath. All the way too deep, and we get a whistle and a foul. They got it down right under the glass to Jack Johnson, but Bellevue West... Wasn't going to let him get a shot away. That was a great secondary break. They had running down the sideline, and they throw it up to the wing, and then they have a, they have Johnson coming down into the paint, threw it to him right under the bucket, got fouled. But what you want out of your transition is exactly that. Looks like Shiloh Robinson has some blood on his wrist, and not from the injury of last year, but they're getting him out of the basketball game here. and So Gorey has to come in for him. They cannot wait. In this situation, Carney's up 10 to 4. 7:16 to go in the second quarter here on ESPN Radio. Doug Duda, Caleb Henry, with you at Carney High opening night. Again, don't forget Axtell Pleasanton on Power 99, Seward Hastings 12:30 KHS. Husker women on the breeze 94-5. Trouble getting the ball in, has to force it in. Carney gets it on the block left side. And dribbling out of there with it is Engen. Engen to Gorey, and we want a timeout for Carney High. Wave off a bucket that Gorey drove and made. You're not going to see Keon always take it in, but we do get a timeout on the floor by Carney High. Our first one brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. There when you need us, specializing in you. 7-10 to go in the first quarter of play. It's Carney 10, number one, Bellevue S4. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring, but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. 
please come in to see us at B&B, and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Well, of course, there's a lot of history between not necessarily Carney and Bellevue West. It has amped up here lately, but Drake Veronic and Bellevue West, of course, uh, those that were around uh, at the time now about a decade ago. It was uh, Drake Veronic and his Ravenna Blue Jay team that went down and played Bellevue West when they had been winning state championships. And Doug Woodard said, you bet. And that was uh, one of the most epic uh, sporting events that Nebraska's seen in the last 25 years. That's one of those that you wish you could see every single year with small class guys getting a chance at the big class. And it, it lived up to the hype, and it's living up right now. And, of course, now you get a little bit more of that with your summer ball and your camps than you did back then. As Carney comes out of the timeout, fires a three. It's off the front of the iron and no good that time by Johnson. Long rebound. Comes out here to David Newor. He almost lost it at midcourt, but after it's tipped away, he's able to run it down. Newor, not a big guy, but he is very quick. He tries to stay out around the perimeter. He's taken one shot. Now he'll put the ball on the floor into the paint. Stop there on the left elbow. Needs to get rid of it. Back up top to Chucky Hepburn. Again, Bellevue West has one bucket. It's a three-pointer by Trey Hepburn, and we have played nine and a half minutes. So the number one team right now in some trouble. Coach Doug Woodard trying to yell some instructions. Get it down to the big guy, Shanklin. He's got Stroh. Left-hand hook, no good. Rebound brought down by Robinson, his fourth. So Stroh giving up four or five inches there, was able to play some really good defense yet again. Now Schwartz gets away from the double team. Into the corner to Johnson. Johnson into the paint. Triple team. Has to force it up off the glass. It's no good. And another rebound brought down by New Orleans. And Robinson got back in the game after that timeout, so that definitely helps him out offensively. Another offensive set here for West. Hepburn on the wide wing, left side, guarded by Schwartz. Skip pass over here to Newor. Newor tries to get into the paint, then kick it back out, and it goes out of bounds. Owen Woodard had already started to make his cut when Newer threw the ball back out there, and that'll be the fourth turnover for the Thunderbirds. We saw the one time that Shiloh Robinson wasn't in the game as they inbounded the ball under the basket, and they had trouble getting it in. He's been their outlet so far to go and throw that ball up for them when they can't get it in. 5.48 to go here in the first half. Glad you're with us on KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings. Top of the circle with it. Handed off over to Robinson. He's outside the arc. Back cut Stroh. Stroh has it stripped away by Hepburn. Great defensive play. Here comes Hepburn the other way. Chucky coast to coast. Pulls up from nine. Buried it. And the first two-point bucket of the ball game comes at the 5.30 mark of the second quarter for the number one team in Bellevue West. And they're not out of it at all because Carney has been uh, pretty content with them with themselves. Only two points for them here in about the last five and a half minutes. So it's 10-6, down to Robinson. They double him. He wheels and deals to the baseline, has it knocked out of his hands by Shanklin, and we'll give him a partial block on that one and takes it away. So another Carney high give up. That is their eighth turnover. So Bellevue West has missed some shots. Carney has turned it over quite a bit. Woodard down to the block left side. Turnaround jumper. Off the iron, Felici, no good. Rebound, Shiloh Robinson was fouled, no call. Shiloh was able to maintain possession, but definitely had his arm grab. Now Schwartz tries to step through the double team. He has it blocked by Nico Felici. Here comes a fast break the other way. Hepburn's up ahead, and a block by Robinson. They didn't call goaltending, but it doesn't matter. The Thunderbirds get the offensive rebound. And that was definitely in. goaltending. It was goaltending. <laughs> oh, three at the other end. Murray up and in. Carney. I think, wants to get a timeout. 
And they do. So two quick timeouts here by the Carney Bearcats, but Colin Murray steps up and buries the three-point bucket. So with 4.24 to go in the first half, it's Carney 13, Bellevue West 8. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. Synergize from Ag Explorer International is your all-in-one drip control, defoamer, surfactant, and ammonium salts with a water conditioner and absorption activator. Synergize is the number one AMS replacement on the market. Over 30 million acres worldwide have made the right choice with Synergize. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical today for a dealer in your area to get Synergize, NutriPack, Enzone, and other great products from Ag Explorer International. 308-468-6206. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. The Carney girls, an 11-point winner earlier tonight. Into the first game here, it was Lincoln High holding on for a 72-71 win over Papillion La Vista. And that went overtime, and Papillion La Vista had the final shot waved off by offensive goaltending, and it was going in. Just a tough break. I feel bad for the kid. He didn't think it was going in, so he was going to go up and tip it. He pulled his hands back and hit the net on the way down as time expired. All ten bodies were in the paint on that last shot. Just, someone bumps you just a little bit, you're going to hit that rim, hit that net if you get up there. So Bellevue West now after the Colin Murray three-pointer and timeout. Has it down by five here in the Bearcat Gymnasium. Hepburn trying to work off some screens. Gory is in there. Skip pass high, went over to Wooder. Took a while to get there. Now Owen drives in. A leader in the lane is up and it is in. Nice shot by Owen Woodard, his first bucket of the ball game, and Bellevue West seems to be settling in here a little bit now, down 13-10. to 10. Getting a lot better shots than they did for that first uh, quarter and a half, essentially. Lane wide open, but Carney staying out of it. Shiloh Robinson is in the ball game against Shanklin, who's 6'8". Schwartz picks the dribble up, needs some help. Bellevue West did bring some fans with him here. Schwartz working on Felici over on the right side into the corner to Gorey. Gorey has to dribble out of there, guarded by Woodard, into the corner. Murray with a basketball. Back up top, Robinson thought about the three, puts it on the floor, doubled, and we have got a foul and a charge on Robinson. Sliding over for the double team that time was Felici, and Shiloh with his second foul, and as much as Bellevue West is struggling offensively, Shiloh is really struggling on the offensive end. They've got him defended so well. Now he's got five boards, but no points, two fouls, and he comes out of the game at the 327 mark. He's been defended really well by Shanklin, and actually every Thunderbird that switched off on him getting a charge there, but every time Robinson has had his back to the basket, Shanklin has blocked his shot. The only time he's had success getting in there is still no points is when he posts up mid-range and faces up to the basket. 3.20 to go here in the first half. Pick and roll, a little shuffling of the feet, a little flop, turnaround jumper is up and no good by Jaw, and then we're going to get an offensive foul on West trying to grab the offensive rebound which went into the hands of the Bearcats' Jaden Engen. And Dang Jaw will get the foul. That'll be his first, but it is the seventh team foul. And this will obviously, and it always is, but even more key tonight, at home, you've got the foul advantage. That's a one-and-one. Carney's got to win the battle of the free throws tonight. They've been really, as much as they've done well to keep Bellevue West off the scoreboard, now still only leading by three, they've been anemic on offense, need these free throws going forward. And the front end of the one-on-one by Jaden Engen is up and in. And also kind of peculiar, none of the seven fouls were on the shot for Carney High. You never see that. Uh, this is the first free throws of the game. They've done a great job driving and trying to get into that paint, drawing the fouls. Second free throw all net. So Engen nails them both. Carney's up 15-10 to 10 in a very low-scoring first half. 3-10 to go in the second quarter. Glad you're along with us. Carney Bearcat basketball for over 20 years. 
here on Platte River Radio. ESPN 1460 tonight. Driving in, giving it off to Woodard. Scoop shot with a left hand off the assist from Trey Hepburn. Everybody keeping an eye on Hepburn, and he made a beautiful pass. Here comes Schwartz behind the back to get away from Chucky Hepburn over on the left wing to Engen. Back up top, Schwartz. Over on the wing, Murray for another three. Got it. He's feeling it now. That's two. Colin Murray, two for two from the outside. 18 to 12, a six-point lead. On the left wing with it, driving in. Nice play is going to be Nate Sutherland, but has the ball knocked away. Turnover, Bellevue West. Here comes Carney. Schwartz on the right side. Crossover dribble. Doesn't want the shot. Gorey for three. Wide open, but it's no good. And the rebound brought down by Jahl. That would have been a huge pleaser for the Carney High Rowdies over there. And now a timeout going to be called by Bellevue West. Coach Woodard does not like the flow of his ball club right now, just what it looked like they were getting back into it. Good shot there by Gorey. Would have been a better shot in the corner. He had Engen standing wide open down there. Coach Bronick probably would prefer that shot coming from a guy who's a little bit more of a guard. Well, our timeout is brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. Doug Duda, Caleb Henry, the opening night of basketball season, and it is 18-12 Kearney, a top-five battle. Now Kearney is ranked fourth in the Lincoln Journal Star and seventh in the Omaha World Herald. Uh, so trying to figure out what to do without their all-time leading scorer, Cannon Coster. Kearney's playing well, but... Uh, only out of pace right now to get into the low low 40s. Right now at Bellevue West, trailing by six, but they've only started to get that offensive flow going maybe the last three possessions. Well, West, one of those teams that when they score four, they could score 12 in about two minutes. And with it is number 12, Trey Hepburn. Hepburn skips it over to Woodard. Fade away three with some contact. It's no good. Gorey's able to get in there and get the rebound. And now we have got the ball knocked out of his hands, and it will stay with Carney High. Gorey kind of got into a little bit more playing time last year. Not a ton, but with Shiloh out of the ball game last year, he saw a little bit of playing time and, and drew some confidence as a sophomore. Now he's back for his junior year, and he'll come out, and Robinson will come back in. But key moment now, two minutes to go. Robinson has two fouls. Carney on offense, and I'm sure if they get a dead ball on defense, he'll be back out, and Gorey will be in. Schwartz sees the lane open, drives in, can't get the shot away. Ball going to be knocked around and grabbed there by Jaden Engen, his fourth board, and then a travel out in the corner trying to set up a three-pointer. Third turnover of the quarter and ninth of the ball game of the Bearcats. I don't think I've seen a Carney High young man pump fake when he gets to the lane yet. All kinds of block shots for Thunderbirds going up any time it looks like a Bearcat's trying to shoot. Well, the Thunderbirds are biting on everything, and they're so athletic. If they hang in that air forever, and they have got a couple of blocked shots in the ballgame. Shanklin with three, the team five so far. Carney zero. Right-hand corner, ball faked by Felici. Nico drives to the right elbow, steps through into the corner. A three by Trey Hepburn is in. And Trey Hepburn has a pair of three-pointers to answer Murray's three-pointers, and it's 18-15. Bearcats have been zoned the last two possessions. 1.20 to go here in the first half. Bearcats by three. Schwartz brings it up right side. Over to Murray. Murray holds it way out of the right wing. Up top, Robinson dumps it inside. Stroh switches hands, puts it up and in, and draws the foul. Eight points now for Seth Stroh. He's got a chance at a three-point play. Fantastic high-low there, getting it to Robinson on top. Stroh just posted up as the ball came around to the top of the key. Wide open on that backside. No help defense from Bellevue West. And that was Chucky Hepburn. That'll be his first. 
And here we go with that offensive-defensive switch at the free-throw line. They can bring Robinson out with a minute eight to go in the first half. And Seth Stroh to the line to try and complete the three-point play. And the free-throw is on the way and in. So Stroh now with a game-high nine. And it's 21-15 in favor of the Bearcats. Quickly up the floor, they find Hepburn on the right wing. He hits the trailer Woodard. Left-hand dribble one time, gives it off to Felici. Felici clearing things out. little high 1-4 action. Off the screen, looking inside for Jahl. Woodard drives now back out to Jahl at the high post to Hepburn. A long three-pointer. It's good. Chucky Hepburn with his second bucket of the ball game. And it's 21-18 as the teams exchange threes. Carney got one in there the old-fashioned way. They're trying to trap Schwartz in the backcourt. Now up front, they've got a four-on-three. Kick it into the corner. Ball deflected away, but Murray's able to run it down. Good defense by Dang Jong. 30 seconds to go before halftime. Schwartz tries to tiptoe the sideline, brings it in, lays it up. Good. They were so aggressive on him, 25 feet away from the hoop, that once he got around the double team, there was nobody left. And then Sestro with a foul out around the 25-foot mark, just trying to poke it away from behind. That'll be his first and the fourth team foul on Carney. Back in will be Shanklin, the 6'8 junior post, trying to set something up here with 19 seconds to go before halftime, and Carney up 23-18. to Maybe nice. not a bad foul from Stroh on that one. First one, first foul of the ball game, still not shooting free throws, and it allows you to set up your defense. Bellevue West is obviously a lot better in that transition. They throw it into Hepburn. He just intentionally dribbles to the wrong hoop to kill some time. Now brings it into the front court, nine seconds. Shanklin comes out. They lob it inside. No, they don't. Back up top, Water trying to get it to Hepburn. He forces a three, and they call the foul. Hepburn knows how to do it. He leaned into the double team and got the foul. It's going to be on Colin Murray. That'll be his second. And with three seconds to go, Hepburn will go to the line to shoot three free throws. I'm not even sure he meant to shoot that. Shanklin was standing wide open under the rim. I think he was just trying to lob that ball up to his big man. But as it was going towards the towards the rim, <laughs> gave him some free throws. First free throw rolls off the rim. No good. Three free throws so you don't sub yet. and They're trying to get the... Uh, Young men off. I can get caught on that every once in a while, too. Three seconds for Carney to get a shot away as long as they don't give up an offensive board on the third free throw. But the Bearcats look like they'll have the lead at the half. Second free throw good by Hepburn. Robinson is going to come back into the ball game. Just to make sure that if there is a missed free throw, they can at least contain the rebound. Three seconds to go before half. Hepburn, the third of three free throws, is on the way, and it bounces around no good. Robinson gets the rebound. Robinson from 70 feet throws it into the Rowdies, and we go to halftime. It's number four, Carney, leading the defending state runner-up and the last team that beat Carney, the last game they played last year at the state tournament. The number one, Bellevue West Thunderbirds, here on the road and manages 19 points in the first half. It is Carney 23, and Bellevue West 19. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Doug Duda, Caleb Henry with you. We'll take a look at the first half stats. Have Caleb break down a little bit of what we've seen here so far in this first half and give you a couple of other scores as the Carney girls will winners tonight as well. Stay with us here on ESPN Radio. 
Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Even after 38 years, we still start early every morning in every Amigos kitchen to make the foods and flavors you love. We're chopping fresh vegetables, mixing Amigos' famous ranch dressing and salsas, slow-cooking pinto beans, steaming the rice, mixing up batches of homemade guacamole, and grilling the marinated chicken. Your made-to-order items start with real people making real food. It's not the easiest way, just the best. At Amigos, where made from scratch is our recipe. And welcome back to High School Basketball here on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation. Doug Duda, Caleb Henry with you. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages in our top five Class B boys matchup to start the season. It's number four, Carney at home, leading number one, Bellevue West, 23-19. to Elm Creek girls won their opener tonight, 67-23 to over Shelton. Fullerton and Burwell, wait a minute, shouldn't they be playing in the football playoff? Oh, Fullerton 62, the Burwell boys 36 in uh, their game uh, tonight. And the Kearney High girls were a winner tonight uh, over Bellevue West on the road, and they get that done by 11. The finals are Saturday at 345, by the way. Uh, Lincoln High girls leading Papio South 25-23 at the half. The Kearney girls went on a 9-0 run in the fourth quarter. It was a close game all the way. They ended up winning at 52-41. So, again, uh, down to Papio and down to Lincoln High. The girls are at Lincoln High, and the boys uh, will be at Papio South or Papio on uh, Saturday to uh, play 2 or 3.45, depending on how these games turn out. And the first game here tonight went to overtime. Lincoln High 72-71 over Papio. And, again, uh, Papio had an opportunity to win the game at the end of regulation, and then at the overtime period had three seconds, shot one up and bounced on the rim about four times, Caleb Henry, and it went in. Unfortunately, it looked like it wasn't going to go in, so they went up to maybe try and get a last-second tip. They pulled the hands back but got their hand caught in the net. An offensive goaltending was called. It waved off the winner for Papio, and Lincoln High wins by one. Yeah, and as we were going through that fourth quarter, watching, just waiting to get to, to, to tonight's premier game with this uh, top five matchup, it really looked like Lincoln High was starting to run away with it, up about 10 in the fourth, but Papio came right back, forced the overtime. Things went back and forth in those last 30 seconds of regulation, went back and forth in overtime, and I don't know, there's a, there's a lot of bad ways to lose a game, and that's you know that you had a chance to win it opening night of the regular season and quite literal inches away from that ball going down, not getting an offensive goaltending. Well, and Papio won't probably have to drive farther home than they all year, all season, than they will tonight. And, uh, and then you know you're going to play either the number one or the number four team in the state in game two on Saturday. And for Carney High, next Friday they go to Lincoln East, so they're going to play another top ten team on Friday night. There's so much parity in Class A and the way they've got these schedules set up with the with the Matrix. You know that you're going to see a good team almost every week. Maybe if you don't see a good team for a week, week and a half, you know that they're going to hit you with that schedule coming up. You'll probably see three, four in a row. 
But Carney High with a chance early in this regular season right now to let folks know Cannon Coster has graduated, playing really well at UNK, but the well isn't empty here. Drake Baronic has got another good team. Obviously, Shiloh Robinson coming back, but we've seen Stroh play well. We've seen a number of guys uh, play well throughout throughout this first half, but that's going to be something they need to keep doing throughout the second half because as the quarter started to go in that second quarter, Bellevue West really started to play like Bellevue West, a little bit more offensive flow, and they were getting much. They were getting a lot more shots that weren't contested. Well, uh, this was a 13-10 game with about 3-10 to go in the second quarter. And then you get Colin Murray uh, to hit a couple of threes. Trey Hepburn and Chucky Hepburn hit a couple of a three each. And so you get a little bit more, but 23-19, still not an offensive uh, showcase here in the first half. No, and especially in that first quarter, trying to get your legs under you. You, you are prepared. You, you go through your, your pregame, and you know what time the game's supposed to start. And then it was already going to be a little bit late. And then there's overtime, and you're waiting around, waiting around. So they were already maybe just a little bit off of what they'd be getting going for the regular season. There's always nerves as you get ready for the season to go. You're the top seed in the state playing on the road at a number four seed or number seven, depending on who you're talking to. But this isn't an envi- this is not an environment that I would want to start a season at if I was number one in the state. Your score, Carney 23 and Bellevue West 19 at the half. On ESPN 1550, it's Monday night football at the end of one quarter. The Dallas Cowboys at home leading the 10-1 Saints 10 to nothing. We'll be back with our first half stats here from Kearney High in a minute. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of all area athletes and would like to wish them good luck in their competition. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Good luck, athletes. Back on the Ravetta Sanitation Halftime Report. Here are your first half stats unofficially. First off for Bellevue West, it is Owen Woodard with four points, three rebounds for David Newor. Danielle has two rebounds and a blocked shot. Trey Hitburn has hit a couple of threes for six points. Lewis Fiddler, one rebound. Nico Felici, three points, a rebound and a block. Chucky Hepburn, six points. John Shanklin, the 6'8 post. How about two 6'8 kids? Zero points between them, but he does have three blocked shots. Four points in the first quarter, 15 in the second for the Thunderbirds, 19.7 rebounds, two out of five at the free throw line, three of six from three-point land, five block shots, five turnovers. Fiddler, the only player with multiple fouls, he has two. For Carney High, Carson Schwartz, four points. Seth Stroh, a game-high, nine points, five rebounds. Jaden Engen, four points, four rebounds. Colin Murray has hit a pair of threes. He's got six points. One rebound for Keon Gorey. Uh, Jack Johnson, one rebound. Shiloh Robinson hasn't scored, has six boards. Eight points in the first quarter, 15 in the second. 23 points, 17 rebounds, three out of three at the free throw line. Two of five, make that two of six from three-point land. 
no blocks, and nine turnovers. Colin Murray and Shallow Robinson each have two fouls for Carney High. At the half, it's the Bearcats 23 and Bellevue West 19. We'll come back with second half action after this timeout here on ESPN. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. What? Christmas already? That time is fast approaching. But first, we want to celebrate all we have to be thankful for. At Gary Michaels, that is you, our friends, and our customers. We thank you with 20% off all suits, sport coats, and for the ladies, 20% off all clothing. We take care, and we do care, that you look and feel your best with quality clothing, perfectly fitted from Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. Tri-City Storm Hockey returns for its 19th season. The future of professional hockey is right here in the heartland. The United States Hockey League set a record with 57 players drafted at this year's NHL draft. Catch all the Storm's home games at the Viero Center in Kearney. For tickets and other information, visit stormhockey.com. Listen to the Doug and Daddy Show for everything you need to know about Storm Hockey with the Storm Report on 1460 and 1550. Tri-City Storm Hockey, be the Storm. Ready for the second half here at the Carney Towing Repair Broadcast booth at Carney High, bringing you these top five season opener. While Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. If you're number one, everybody in the building is waiting for Bellevue West to go on an offensive run. If you're Carney High, just make sure it's not too big of an offensive run. You've got a four point cushion, which isn't a lot starting the third. I think that's going to be something they talked about at halftime, getting that ball, continuing to move it the way they did in that second quarter when they started to put up more points. And WS will get the ball to start the third quarter against the Carney man-to-man. Carney played man most of the first half, a little zone in there with it up top, Felici trying to get Hepburn open. Oh, got on the got on the hip there, but didn't take it to the hoop. Now drives in and does take it to the hoop, and Hepburn will put it up and in. I thought Hepburn probably missed his chance the first time there as he was guarded by Jade Mangan, but then did get by him, and it's a two-point game. Carney's biggest lead, seven. They jumped out 8-1. Had a couple of six-point leads in the second quarter. Back cut Robinson finally gets a shot that's going to go in. Shallow Robinson, for the first time in over a year, scores a point for Carney High. And that was a great back cut to get in there, getting to the bucket without off the dribble. Newor with a three in transition the other way, and that's the third three. Since the first quarter, some contact in the backcourt. Carney trying to get it up. Schwartz trying to get rid of the defenders on him. 25-24. Carney by one. Robinson outside the arc. Entry pass down to Stroh. Low block, tough left-hand shot. Mini hook comes off. No good. Ball slapped out of bounds. It'll belong to Bellevue West. And West has a chance to get their first lead of the game. Less than 90 seconds into the second half. That was a great move by Stroh inside Robinson with the uh, entry pass. But he's got he's six foot four Stroh, and, and he's a big-bodied guy. I'd like to see him turn and go up strong instead of fade away with that left hand. So here comes Hepburn into the front court now with eight points. Only four players have scored so far for Bellevue West. Shanklin into the right-hand corner, now guarded with the dribble picked up by Robinson. The ball thrown away. It's into the backcourt. It's going to be picked up by Engen. He'll take it in. Hepburn tries to block it. Didn't. The dunk follow, no good. The second try by Robinson up and in. Stroh tried the dunk follow. It didn't go. But Shadow Robinson was right there to get a couple of cheap rebounds and his second bucket here in the second half. And that was another missed goaltending. That ball had already hit the backboard when it was blocked coming off. 
I agree with you. At the other end, Robinson blocks the shot as Newor faked the three that time and drove. First block shot of the game for Carney. At the other end, Stroh takes it in and draws the blocking foul. So just when it looked like West might have a chance to get that little run, Carney High makes a couple of nice plays at both ends. We've seen right now when Bellevue West does go on the run, they start using a lot more pace, getting in transition. Carney's matched them so far. So John Shanklin, the 6'8 junior, gets the foul, his first at the line to shoot two is Seth Stroh. He's one of one, nine points, six rebounds. And the front end of the two-shot foul is up and in. 28-24, Bearcats. The winner gets Lincoln High. The loser plays Papillion La Vista Saturday in the Metro. And the second free throw on the way, and Stroh leans it in there. So into double figures here for Stroh. He averaged about 13.5 a game last year. He's got 11 now, and Carney scores four quick ones to go back up by five, 29-24. Down to the baseline. They'll get it to Shanklin. Shanklin tries to back his way in on Robinson. Fade away is tipped and blocked. Shiloh Robinson hung with it. Robinson with those two fouls. Shanklin, they're trying to get the third, and now it's stolen away, and here comes Hepburn in for the layup. Just got a little bit lazy on the ball handling. It was really easy there for for Chucky to run through and grab the ball. So big play for West. Just when it looked like Carney might go get six or seven in a row, you get a steal and a bucket to cut it back down to three. But again, Robinson with two. How hard will West work on him physically? They really haven't shown a lot of physicality in this basketball game. And you can tell that by the disparity and the discrepancy in the rebound numbers. As Engen fires a three, but it's flat off the front of the rim, no good. Fight for the ball in the corner. Looked like it bounced off Bellevue West. But instead of calling the foul on Carney, they just give the ball to Bellevue West. I think that maybe went off the, off the head of Carson Schwartz on that other side over there. But... Right now, the more physical team has definitely been Kearney. And if, if you're an outstate team, that's what you have to be playing with these Metro teams because they are just so so athletic and so much finesse and so long. Looking around at all of them, I think Joel's uh, wingspan might be seven feet itself. So Bellevue West with the basketball after the nice play from Fiddler to save it at the other end or at least force it off of Kearney High. Good ball movement here by West. Overload on the left side. So Hepburn brings it back up top, trying to work New Orleans. Out of the wing, Hepburn drives, double team, taken away by Schwartz, then poked back away, and Bellevue West will have it. Almost Schwartz knocking it away again, so a scrum for the basketball, and finally Felici just picks the ball up. Going to not give any turnover there, just say the ball was loose for quite a while. Nobody likes turnovers, why <laughs> give them to them? Bellevue West never really gave up possession in the back court or the front court. Here's Newor. Back up top they'll go. Felici, one of the longer possessions here by the Thunderbirds. They get a, sh- a look. They take it. Orr drives into the double team, kicks it back out. Felici, Felici, top 10-footer is good. And Nico with his second bucket of the ball game. He's got five. Back-to-back buckets here for the Thunderbirds, and it's back to one. Can't get the reverse layup. Engen drives the baseline, had to bail it out into the corner, trying to get it to Johnson. It's knocked away. And checking into the ball game, Braden Miller for the first time, the 6-1 senior. Quarterback of the Bearcat football team now on the floor, and here come the Thunderbirds with their four in. And Chucky Hepburn actually will come out. They'll leave Nico Felici, the two-guard, as the only other starter out on the floor right now. Carney ball on their own baseline, up by one, four minutes to go, third quarter, 29-28. Underneath, not there, trying to lob it out top. They're going to knock it right towards us. And they'll give the ball to the Bearcats as it's tipped away there from Nico Felici. I see your instinct was still to go grab the rebound there. Oh, it, maybe I didn't have those instincts quite as much in high school. They're definitely here. We're around a little bit more equipment than I was back in the high school. 
So Bearcats with it. Stroh outside the arc to Robinson. He'll try a three. It just about went all the way over the rim. Carney High can't run it down before it goes out of bounds. So the Bearcats, I have them two of eight from three-point land. Bellevue West, four of seven. Colin Murray going to check in. And check it out is going to be Johnson. So you've got Engen, Miller, Murray, Robinson, and Stroh, the five on the floor right now for Carney. And Bellevue West again, now a chance to take their first lead of the ball game. They've only had a couple possessions where they could do that. Felici on the right wing, kicks it up top to Nate Sullivan. Over on the left wing to Trey Hepburn. Trey off the screen, good switch by the Bearcats. Now he's double teamed with Robinson on him. They have somebody open down low, Woodard. He kicks it back out top. Hepburn, ball fake, kicks it into the corner. Here's Sullivan for the three-pointer. It's just short, no good. Ball hits the floor, and Braden Miller is able to scoop it up. So Carney high now. Looking to extend the lead. Woodard goes up the back that time of Engen, but they let it go. They're letting him fairly play here. We've only had one foul here in the second half. We played five minutes. Driving Stroh left baseline is able to use the glass and score. Stroh able to find a way to use his body to create some separation and space, and it's 31-28 Carney. And in the right-hand corner with it is Deng Jong. He hasn't scored, played some pretty good defense. Hepburn kicks it back out top. Felici, great ball. Fake got his man to go right by. Drives into the paint. Seven-footer, no good. Ball knocked away. Ooh. Stroh trying to fight for position. Shoved one of the Thunderbirds to the ground in Hepburn when it first looked like the Thunderbirds were over the back. So Stroh thought he'd been contacted, and then he made a little contact with a different player. Those last two possessions for Bellevue West, though, didn't end up in points, but that's what you want. They've been pump faking, driving into the lane, finding open players much better than they did in the first half. Chucky Hepburn comes in for the Thunderbirds, and he's all over Carson Schwartz out here. Schwartz gets into the front court, working on him one-on-one. Five-second count is on, goes behind the back, takes him into the paint. Schwartz would love to score on him, but kicks it into the corner instead. Now Engen comes in, the little floater is short, no good. Rebound brought down by Daniel, and again, Bellevue West up the floor. It was 23-19 at the half. Carney, they're up 31-28 here. Give and go. Sullivan can't get the shot. Gets it to Woodard. Right block. Now underneath, there's Jaw all alone. Layup is good. First bucket of the ball game for Jaw. 31-30, Carney. And Bellevue West using a few more players, trying to pressure in the backcourt. And Engen, boy, working his way through a double team. Gives it to Schwartz. Schwartz kicks it back out. Murray through three, and it is short that time. The rebound tipped over to Stroh. He'll lay it up and in. Great play by Jaden Ingen to keep that alive. Good things happen when Murray takes a three quickly on the other end, getting transition buckets with nothing going. Jall, oh. Jall missed the shot. It got tipped out to Hepburn. Hepburn runs in and basically gets bear-hugged by Shiloh Robinson. And this foul looked like it was well before the bucket went in. And the officials discussed. They're going to say it was before. And then they're not going to call the foul on Shiloh Robinson. And now Coach Doug Woodard is very upset over here on the wrong side of the court when you're by the Rowdies. So it'll be Bellevue West ball underneath their own hoop. And they'll get after it again. Long three, Chucky Hepburn. It's no good. And again, elevating, Deng Jall tries to slap it out of there, but slaps it out of bounds. He can get up. He can get up, and like I said, I think his wingspan might be seven feet. When he gets up, he's so athletic, and his arms are so long. It almost doesn't even matter if you're blocking him out. He's going to go at least get a hand on the ball. So here we go, Carney high ball now. 126 to go, third quarter. Carney 33 and Bellevue West 30 in this top five boys matchup on opening night. Carson Schwartz 
Clear it out for him, guarded by Trey Hepburn. Using the right hand, good crossover. Schwartz trying to shake free so that he can find the open man because they usually try to double him. Man-to-man, most of the game both ways. Robinson outside the arc, guarded here by Jahl. Back up top three on the way. Ingen cannot get it to go. 0 for 4 in the quarter. It's tipped back out by Seth Stroh. Carney gets it into Robinson, drives by everybody, and hits the left-hand layup. Shiloh with all six of his points here in the third quarter. It's 35-30 a minute to go in the third quarter. Carney by five. Woodard with it up top. Kicks it over on the left wing to Trey Hepburn. Underneath, Jahl missed it. I don't know if Robinson actually got that much of it, but he's going to pull down his ninth rebound. And now Carney High slowing it down. I don't know if they'll play for one, but they're kind of going four corners here with 40 seconds. And with them not playing as many players, catch a little extra breath. But Schwartz working on Hepburn. Hepburn keeps hipping him. And did he step out? He comes all the way to the right block, then gets hipped out of bounds. That'll be a turnover here on Carney High. Schwartz was kind of forcing the issue, and as an official... They're not going to bail him out on that one. And that was a good job by Hepburn, moving his feet. He didn't reach in with his hands or try to do an arm bar, just kept shuffling his feet, eventually corralled him all the way out of bounds. Doug Woodard shouting instructions to Trey Hepburn, running the point, and it looks like the Thunderbirds will hold for the last shot. 20 seconds to go here in quarter number three. So Carney will have the lead going into the fourth quarter over number one Bellevue West. Hepburn, 10 seconds. Crossover on Schwartz, looking for the pick and roll, but Shanklin didn't see it. The ball's turned over. Stroh, three seconds at midcourt. Stroh will pull up from 27 feet off the glass, off the rim. It's no good, and that's the end of the third quarter of play. Number four, Carney leading number one, Bellevue West, 35-30 here on ESPN Radio and FlatRiverPreps.com. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Buzz's Marine, the home of family boating, is ending the year with you in mind by offering up to $7,000 in rebates on new Tyga boats. That's right, up to $7,000 in rebates are available for you now through December 15th at Buzz's Marine. Tyga Boats' innovative technology provides the fun of massive wakeboarding wakes and ocean-worthy wake surf waves along with unmatched style and more versatility than ever. End your year in style with a new Tyga boat and save a lot of money while you're at it. View the full inventory online at buzzesmarine.com or visit in Kearney on South Central Avenue. Well, Kearney's two, what we expect to be leading scorers for the year, were the only two that scored in that quarter. Shiloh Robinson and Seth Stroh each had six for a total of 12, 11 points for Bellevue West. And when they're not hitting the threes, they've struggled a little bit. Kearney High gets the ball to start the fourth quarter. Caleb Henry joining me, Doug Duda, here on ESPN Radio. 35-30, Robinson drives good defense by Chucky Hepburn, shoves him out wide, the shot's no good. He tries to save the basketball, but out of bounds it goes to Bellevue West. We saw in that third quarter, Bellevue West adjustments at halftime, moving the ball a lot more, getting shots. They just didn't fall, and that's why they're still trailing right now. And for, for Carney, getting Robinson in space a lot more instead of his back to the basket because he was becoming a black hole and things just weren't working. Him in space, that's worked out really well, and that's how they've got this five-point lead right now. Also want to let you know that at the uh, Thunderbirds drive to the right side, Newark kicks it back out. Shanklin, free throw line, just not getting any shots tonight over to Hepburn. Hepburn trying to move in. we got a whistle and a blocking foul called on Carney High's Jaden Engen. 
A little arm bar work there, but that is the first foul of the half on Carney High. Want to let you know that Washburn has advanced to the final four of the Division II National Volleyball Tournament as they won tonight and will play number one seed Tampa tomorrow. Inside Hepburn forcing the issue. Murray got in the air and they're going to call, or excuse me, Stroh got in the air and they're going to call Seth for the foul. We had some free throws coming up. That'll be the second foul on Seth Stroh. And Chucky Hepburn will shoot two. Stroh did a good job going up, but as Hepburn went around him, he rotated as well, didn't keep that vertical plane that officials talk about. So as soon as you turn, that's a foul. Again, Carney girls won tonight by 11. 52-41. As the first free throw by Hepburn is up, and it is in, 35-31. Carney's led the whole way. Second free throw up and in. Carney was up 8-1. In the first, 8-4 after one, 23-19 at the half. More pressure in the backcourt here by the Thunderbirds. I have Carney with 11 turnovers and Bellevue West with seven. Up to Robinson, he got by the big man, goes in and dunks it, but we have got a foul called on John Shanklin. He just went in. It's like the field goal kicker. Yeah, okay, you call timeout. I'm going to kick it anyway. Shiloh went ahead and went in and dunked it. Shanklin with his second personal foul. So we had one foul in the third quarter. We've had three fouls called here. Make it two fouls in the third. We've had three called here in 40 seconds to start the fourth. They already know how physical it's going to be getting as we get closer to the end of this ballgame. Couple heavyweights. No doubt. Nobody with more than two individually right now because of that. Schwartz gets back up top here to Johnson. A lot of motion here by Carney High. Running off a lot of screens. Robinson pops out top. They're up by three. A minute 15 gone here. Schwartz wide open three. Needs it, but cannot get it. And Carney can't buy a three. Rebound brought down by Felici. Carney has missed all five three-point attempts here in the second half. They're 2 of 11 in the game, 4 of 9 for the Thunderbirds. And they can tie it with a three here. David Newor hit a three last quarter. He swings it over the right side to Felici. In the right-hand corner of the entry pass, they get it to the big boy, Shanklin. Tries to back it on Robinson. Left-hand leaner sets on the rim. No good. And Shiloh grabs rebound number 10. To Schwartz, outlet pass into the right-hand corner. He's got Johnson, gets by the defender, left-hand leaner on the rim and in. Check Johnson with his first bucket of the ball game, and Carney's up by 5, 37 to 32. That was that secondary break. Johnson got out to the corner quick and then drove it into the paint. Left-hand corner, Chucky Hepburn. A little give and go off the screen. Fade away three, can't get it to go. Rebound goes out long off that missed three. Carney trying to save it, but it goes out of bounds. Great hustle over there by Johnson and by Stroh. A little early to be panicking if you're the Thunderbirds, but that was a tough shot by Hepburn. If they do take a lot more of those, Carney can live with that. I think that maybe was a designed one there. They might be willing to live with Hepburn taking that. Not a whole lot of other guys from that distance. Chucky Hepburn, who's already committed to Nebraska as a sophomore, has 12 points. Robinson got caught in the air. The shot by Shanklin will not go in, but it is going to be the third foul on Shallow Robinson. He got ball faked one time there. He thought he was going to go up and swat it into the band. Don't forget when we're done, it is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Final stats, a chat with Coach Drake Baronix to so stay with us. And the free throw on the way. Shanklin is no good. He still hasn't scored. Our seeds and success are brought to you by Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer Seed dealer science with service delivering success, second free throw, no good, but an offensive rebound brought down underneath the ball. Then on the pass, it's going to be deflected out of bounds off Carney. Fiddler pulls down the rebound. 
Well, what's the success, seeds to success here for the last five and a half minutes of this game for each team, Caleb? Well, for Bellevue West, you you have the shots. You've had all the shots that you need. They just haven't gone in. And they need to find a way to get Shanklin the ball right now. He subs out. Other than with his back to the basket, same thing with Robinson. If they can get those two guys with the ball in space, then they're going to be in business going forward. And for Carney, continue to hang on to the ball. Don't turn it over. Find shooters in space, and that's worked out well so far. Off the inbounds, Felici's three is no good, and Shiloh Robinson will get the board for Carney High, and they hustle it up the floor. Schwartz over to Stroh. Let's see if they can get Seth involved again. Inside Robinson, but it's deflected away. And again, it's Ding Jall down there. He has been a defensive force here for the number one team in the state in the preseason rankings. It's 37-32, Carney, 5.20 to go in the game. And the Bearcats on the inbound, safely get it out top, and just set up a play. Stroh, skip pass over here in front of us on the right side of the key to Schwartz. Back up top, they'll go to Engen. Robinson pops out, takes it at the three-point arc. On the left wing, back up top. Carney has three timeouts. Two timeouts have been called, or remaining four timeouts, excuse me, for the Thunderbirds. As Schwartz drives in, a little playground one-hander is up and in. That's his third bucket of the basketball game. And this equals the largest lead of the game for Carney High, 39-32. That was all set up because Stroh posted up Jaw all the way across the lane. And Felici does the same thing, decides to go one-on-two, throw it high off the glass and answer. So two tough shots at each end, but they both go in. 39-34 Bearcats. Bearcats have to take care of the basketball but not go into a shell. There's still four and a half to go. Murray, right wing, fakes the three, gets into the paint out to Stroh. Unguarded, goes right by the defender who flashed out at him, and then they call it for a charge as he runs over Chucky Hepburn. Hepburn had uh, not just pitched a tent. He had the whole campfire going. He had marshmallows. He was standing right there the entire time when Stroh came into the paint. So the third foul on Stroh. Robinson has three. The team has five here in the second half. Free throw shooting, not a lot. The Thunderbirds are two of five, and Carney High is five of five. Each team with four points here in the fourth quarter. We played three and a half minutes. And Trey Hepburn into the front court over to Owen Woodard. Carney stayed man-to-man here in the second half. Off the screen up top, they go to Felici. 39-34 Bearcats, 4-10 to go in the game. Double on Felici, gets by Robinson, drives inside, puts it up, off the rim, got his own rebound, off the rim. Then Ding Chal trying to pull it down. He's able to throw it in, and the ball goes out of bounds off of Carney. Carney couldn't grab it. Carney wanted a timeout, but they never had possession. No, this ball is going all over the place. And right now, as we see a lot of these loose balls, Carney's been the only team getting on the floor going after those. Every little possession helps. Under four minutes to go in a game. Carney has led all the way, and they're up five right now over number one Bellevue West on their home floor. Trey Hepburn trying to get Chucky open, pops into the left-hand corner, grabs it, shoots the three, didn't get there. Shiloh Robinson with his 12th rebound, and now that's five straight misses from beyond the arc for Bellevue West, and Carney High wants to call timeout. They were running transition, probably didn't have numbers, and Coach Baronic says, let's just go ahead and slow it down. 3.39 remaining in the ballgame. Opening night, number four, Carney, leading number one, Bellevue West, 39-34. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. 
Transmission problems, sloppy or jerky shifting could be a serious hit to your pocketbook, or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed. Maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. We'll share some money-saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, foreign or domestic. The only way is TBK. 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. 3.40 remaining here in the ball game. Carney is up by five. Doug due to Caleb Henry. Carney ball. Still need to hang on to the ball if you're Carney. Good job getting the ball inbounds to Robinson, but he's been pretty much a black hole as soon as he gets it into the paint. He's double teamed. Chucky Hepner knocked it away from behind. They dive on the floor. We're going to get a jump ball. The arrow points the way of Bellevue West. Carney got it to start, I think. Yeah, Carney got it to start the fourth quarter, so Bellevue West. We'll get it here. That's our first jump of the game, and it is the 12th turnover for Carney High. So weren't able to really get anything going out of that timeout. They got it into Robinson, then popped away, and now Hepburn is kind of sensing we're running out of time here, and he's made a couple of nice plays. He's done a really good job. You can tell why why he is such a he's got such a reputation as a ball player for Robinson. I love how he's been playing off the ball, but as soon as he drives in, gets his back to the basket, that's where bad things have happened tonight. Well, former Bearcat and UNK Loper Cannon Costa has a front row seat as he watches Hepburn drive against the triple team and just getting a finger on it is going to be Shiloh Robinson for his third block. Seth Strode grabs the rebound, and here come the Bearcats. 3-10 to go in the game, and Carney leads number one Bellevue West 39-34. Engen up top to Schwartz. Trey Hepburn on him right in his pocket. Kicks it over to the right wing. Engen starts to drive on Woodard, kicks it back out top. Carney needs a good shot here. Or they just need one to go in. I guess it doesn't matter if it's good, but your <laughs> coach speaks says they need to get a good shot. But you every can't shot, take a minute. Every shot that goes in is a good shot. You do need to be looking at the bucket a little bit. Everything's around the perimeter with some back cuts, and now we get a foul. And there are some fouls to give here for the Thunderbirds. That's only the third of the half, and it is the second of the game on Deng Jall. So Carney will inbound at 2.45 to go, up by five. And with no shot clock in Nebraska High School, they can burn all that time they want trying to find the shot they want. Engen on the left wing. I think I just saw my first Bearcat baseball t-shirt here tonight. West trying to get a little handsy here. In fact, here's one of the things here. They've got those fouls to give. They can be aggressive. They don't care if they get called for a foul right now away from the ball. And I think those there's only so much more aggressive the guards can be than they've been the rest of the game. And they're going to force a turnover on it too. Yep, Carney Hyde turns it over. On back-to-back possessions here, 2.28 to go, 39-34, Carney. That's why I say you got to keep looking at the hoop, and they are, but they're being very, very careful. Trey Hepburn brings it up the floor. Can they go somewhere besides Chucky this time? Felici, he'll take it in. Good ball fake. Up and under move from eight, and he'll bury it. Nico with his second bucket. It's a one-possession game, 39-36. Carney by three, 2.10 to go. Schwartz. Robinson handling the ball. You don't want this. He's got it 30 feet away from the hoop, and it's knocked off his hands and out of bounds. You cannot have your 6'8 senior handling the ball at midcourt in that situation. That's really the first time I've seen Carney make that kind of a mistake tonight. And not only was he handling the ball, there wasn't a guard within 10, 15 feet of him. Everyone was setting up for the offense, and he was clear out at half court all by himself on an island. The way these... uh, Bellevue West guards play defense. They're going to get right up under and force that turnover. So now Coach Doug Woodard wants to set up a play. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 2.04 to go in the game. Kearney High 39 and Bellevue West 36 on ESPN Radio. 
Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. With our producer-engineer, Chris Langan and Caleb Henry, I'm Doug Duda back with you at her. Carney High, as always, a big thank you to Athletic Director Ryan Hogue for all the work he does in his first year here with the Bearcats. We have two minutes to go. It's Bellevue West Ball down three here at Carney High. Chucky Hepburn, one-on-one. They try to double him. Oh, Tall was wide open because Robinson came over on the double. Hepburn guarded up top here by Jaden Ingen, trying to set something up. A lot of dribbling. Now he just brings it into the lane, up and under. Missed it, but Robinson goes up and grabs a big rebound here for Carney High. 140 to go. Schwartz brings it up the floor. They're trying to trap him. He gets it into the corner to Stroh. Stroh by his defender, takes it at the rack, and he's fouled by Jaw. That's the aggressiveness you need in Seth Stroh with a team-high 15 points. Is 3 of 3 at the line as he goes to shoot 2. You said that these Thunderbird cards need to be more aggressive. and they, As they were bringing the ball up the court, there was... Towing the line on the near side, very dangerous pass to Stroh, then another dangerous drive. There was only so much room that he could get in there, but it pays off getting to the line. And Stroh's first free throw here is on the way, and it's short. And when the coach is right there in your ear yelling, Wolf, Wolf, Schwartz trying to locate it, you got Chucky Hepburn already on here. You're going, my, is the whole team guarding me? Stroh trying to make it a two-possession ball game right here with 133 remaining. This is KXPN Carney. Free throw up. And it is no good, but we have a lane violation on the Thunderbirds. They jumped, so Seth Stroh will get another one. And we'll see if he can take advantage. Only four points in this fourth quarter for Carney High. Stroh had a little bit more hitch that time on his uh, when he was coming up to shoot it. Only six for Bellevue West. Stroh, he'll get this one. Free throws on the way, and it is bouncing three times. No good, but Robinson elevates, got the rebound, and he's fouled, but it's not on the shot, and it is not bonus situation yet, but Shadow Robinson comes down with a big free, a big rebound. I've got him for 14 boards, just the six points with 14 big boards, and now here comes John Shanklin, probably wondering why they didn't have him in there. 132 to go. With Robinson, I know he hasn't scored a whole lot, but the least that you have to do is block him out on the offensive glass. Deng Jal just got his fourth foul on that. Inbounds pass into the right-hand corner to Stroh. 39-36, Carney. Stroh tries baseline again, takes it at Shanklin, has it knocked away. We'll call that a block shot for Shanklin. Running the floor the other end, Hepburn puts it up. It's no good. Carney grabbed the rim. They're going to be lucky if they don't get offensive goaltending here. Doug Woodard and the crew saying that's offensive goaltending, but... The ball had kind of already fallen off the rim. The foul's on Carson Schwartz. It's his first, the team's sixth. But Chucky Hepburn goes to the line. He is three of five. He has 12 points. And now it's getting a little too close for comfort. Carney's had opportunities to get this to a double possession ball game and have not been able to do it here. 
Carney's been stuck on 39 for what feels like the entire fourth quarter. Over four minutes. Hepburn to shoot two. The first one is on the way, and it's all net. Three for three in the quarter for Chucky Hepburn. 39-37, Carney. 123 remaining in the ball game. And we are going to get a substitution here for Lewis Fiddler to check in. And check it out will be John Shanklin. So do you post up Robinson on the other end, or you just keep it in your guard's hands? I think you keep it in your guard's hands, have Robinson come off some screens, have him set some screens as well. Off the ball, he's been giving the Thunderbirds fits. Second free throw is good, and it's a one-point game. Carney had a seven-point lead in the fourth. Not anymore. Carney against full-court pressure, trouble getting it in. Finally, here comes Schwartz loose, and he's got a... Against Hepburn, they try to double on him. Carson doing a good job for the point. Brings it across the timeline. Tries to force some separation on Fiddler. 1.15 to go. Hands it off to Engen. Carney by 1. 39-38. Schwartz with a basketball. Trey Hepburn. They do have a foul to give the Thunderbirds. Five-second count on. Into the corner, Robinson. He looked at the three. You don't do that, big boy. A minute to go. And the pass up top. Knocked away. Hepburn into the back corner. Race for it. Hepburn has it. He's tackled. He throws it up. It goes in, and it's going to count. What a circus shot. Great play to get t- just tip it down court. And then an even better play just to throw it up when he got there. Four turnovers in the quarter for Carney, None for Bellevue West. And Bellevue West has their first lead of the night, 40-39. to 39. The foul on Jaden Engen is second. Engen did the right thing. If that didn't go in, you could have thought about an intentional one. But somehow it went in. And Hepburn was 6 in the quarter, 16 in the game, and now right back to the free throw line. And we're down to 54 seconds. Free throw on the way, and it's good. And we've got a timeout here called by Bellevue West. They'll have two remaining. This 30-second timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 54 seconds to go in the game. Bellevue West has just taken a 41-39 lead here on ESPN Radio. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Well, can Carney High give the fans something to cheer about here? That was a big play. Stroh drove the baseline, went up to dunk it, and it just got knocked out of his hands on the way up. No foul was called. Not that there was one, but that would have been a big bucket for Carney High, and now it turns around, and they're behind five in a row here for the Thunderbirds from Chucky Hepburn. Full court pressure. They still put it on Schwartz, but now they're not really going to double it. So Schwartz brings it into the front court with 50 seconds. And then trips and falls. The basketball is loose. He's able to grab it and kick it back out top. So Carney High tested on this opening night. Now behind for the first time. Try to get it to Robinson on the right block. He's backing in on Shanklin. Kicks it into the corner. No three. Good defense. Driving in. Trouble here for Johnson. Kicks it back out top. We're down to 30 seconds. Strell up top to Schwartz. Schwartz going to force the issue, and he's grabbed. It's not on the shot, and it's not a one-and-one yet. 26 seconds to go. Carney down by two. The foul on Trey Hepburn. That'll be his second. Robinson did a great job that time when he backed down Shanklin. He turned and found an open man. Well, Doug Wooder just saw what Carney was trying to do there. He's got the timeouts. He's going to use it. Carney High has not scored in five minutes. 
And they are down 41-39. Colin Murray, a three-point shooter, is going to check in here. It is Bellevue West, the number one team in the state in the preseason rankings, leading for the first time over number four, Carney, 41-39. It's been a it's been a combination through this fourth quarter of Carney maybe not exactly going being as aggressive as they had been through the first three, three and a half quarters, as well as Bellevue West. Really, this is why they did so well last year. They returned the starters that they do, and they are uh, they have all the hype as the preseason number one. They locked down in this fourth quarter. Their guards got even more aggressive, which I didn't think was possible after the first three quarters, but they have made it an absolute hassle just getting across half court and then in the half court, nothing is coming easy at all for the Bearcats. And on top of that, Bearcats haven't looked at the rim a whole lot. No, they haven't. And our timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians. We are down to 26 seconds remaining. Carney two timeouts. The Thunderbirds one. Bellevue West 41. Carney High 39. Glad you're with us here on ESPN Radio. For Bearcat basketball, the girls won on the road tonight by 11. The boys here were up by 7, but now trail by 2. And Carney will throw it into the baseline with Carson Schwartz. A lot of movement. Back door. They got it to Robinson. Lamb up and in, and we're tied. First tie of the ball game, 41 all. Trying to get those rowdies going. And Bellevue West will get a chance to win it here. They'll hold for one, and they're going to put it in Chucky Hepburn's hands. 12 seconds to go, 10 seconds to go. And Doug Woodard says, let's go ahead and call the timeout. He saw the situation. He saw where Chucky Hepburn was. He saw that a lot of time had already run off the clock since they'd made the ball down here with Robinson. He's got the timeout. Let's go ahead and use it. Nothing belligerent. (laughs) Robinson, a great job as he's done so much throughout the night. Off the ball, coming around, wide open, gets the back cut, layup on the inbounds, and then as you see a lot of guys do, ball comes through the net, especially if you're a 6'8 guy, you just kind of tap it a little bit. Well, that burned a little bit more time as that ball had come out to about the three-point line. Yeah, Fiddler had to run out and grab it. Well, does Chucky Hepburn shoot it, or does he drive and dish? I don't think you got to worry much about the big guy because they haven't used him in the ball game. but you definitely have to keep your eyes on Nico Felici or even Trey Hepburn. And since right now it's a tie ball game, you can't go wrong really with anything as long as Chucky Hepburn has the ball in his hands. Where they are now, though, you do have to inbound the ball first, which I don't think we're going to see the Bearcats bring a whole lot of pressure to force that issue. But if you're, if you're the Bellevue West Thunderbirds, Chucky Hepburn with the ball, whether he's driving, dishing, or getting a shot off of a screen, you want him taking the shot no matter where it is. Well, the first game tonight went to overtime. Carney wouldn't mind seeing overtime here. It'll be Fiddler to throw it in from midcourt, so it won't be underneath the hoop. They're trying to double Chucky Hepburn, but he gets free deep in the backcourt, eight seconds. Then they get off of the midcourt with five. It's the Hepburn show. Chucky against Robinson, two seconds. A long three. It's good. And Bellevue West wins it at the buzzer on a Chucky Hepburn 22-foot three-point bucket. There is not much better defense you can do there. We said as long as Chucky Hepburn was the one shooting it, you're happy as a Thunderbird fan. But Shiloh Robinson rotated over, came out and guarded him. That was still about a 25-foot shot fading away. Robinson got up just still at 6'8", not quite long enough to deflect that shot. The largest lead of the game comes on the final shot of the game for Bellevue West. They come to Kearney. It wasn't outstanding, but they ended Kearney's season last year in the state tournament, and they hand them a loss here on opening night. So Bellevue West will get Lincoln High. Kearney will get Papillion La Vista in Saturday's consolation game. So the boys will go at 2 
And then at the different site, Lincoln High, the girls will go at 345 as they were an 11-point winner tonight. But, boy, as, as it's just playing out right in front of us here at Carney High, it looked like exactly like you said. Uh, it couldn't have played any better defense. And Hepburn just starts to add a little bit now to that Division One type player. And uh, he steps up and scores uh, all the final points here uh, for for uh, Bellevue West. He's able to get 10 points in the fourth quarter and finish with 20. I've never heard a gym go from so loud to so quiet in the course of Hepburn getting that shot up, it going through, and really just took the air completely out of this gym. If that was the end of a quarter, you'd be looking forward saying, man, I don't know what kind of momentum Carney High can take back. But to end the game, that just tells you what Chucky Hepburn why he has all of this hype, why we knew he was going to take that last shot, and why the Thunderbirds are ranked number one in the state. Well, Bellevue West had missed five straight threes, but they hit the one there at the buzzer, and they win it 44-41. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up. Final stats. We'll catch up with the head coach, Drake Baronic. All that and a whole lot more. Stay with us as number one Bellevue West beats Carney 44-41. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Ag Explorer International is providing the agriculture industry with the highest quality products at the best value, like NutriPak with its state-of-the-art chemistry. NutriPak increases growth activity in the four major parts of plant development, roots, stems, leaves, and fruit. If it is green and grows, NutriPak is a product for you. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical for a dealer in your area to get synergized NutriPak and Enzone from Ag Explorer, 308-468-6206. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Welcome back to Kearney High. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today as Bellevue West's Chucky Hepburn scores 10 of his 20 points in the fourth quarter. Hits a three-pointer at the buzzer to win it 44-41 after Shiloh Robinson on an inbounds play. Got the backdoor layup to tie it with about 18 seconds to go. And uh, Carney led this basketball game tonight. There's 32 minutes that you play in regulation. They led it for 31 and a half, but uh, weren't able to win it. And I know there's no, really every coach is going to say that there's no moral victories, but when you start out the year at home against the top team in the state, they were the team that knocked you out last year, and it comes down to a last-second shot by what all accounts might be the top player in the state going forward with Chucky Hepburn. I know there's a lot of really good talent across the state right now, but Chucky Hepburn, the way he took over the end of that game, not just offensively, 
but he was one of those guards defensively that forced all of that pressure and made it so hard for the Bearcats just across half court. And it, you can't really hang your heads a whole lot other than the fact that everything was set up to have such a big explosion at home opening night for the Bearcats. Well, and, and you'd look just at those fourth quarter numbers. We told you how Carney High had kind of built that lead up to five, six, seven, and, and we're keeping it in there. Bellevue West never really went on a quick run, but they went on the run to end the ball game, uh, going from seven down to three up. So they turn it around by 10 points. Turnovers in the fourth quarter. Carney High, four. Bellevue West, none. Free throws in the fourth quarter. Carney High, 0 for 2. Bellevue West, Five for seven. Shanklin missed two, but Chucky Hepburn hit all five of his. And uh, those are just a couple. And, and three-point shots in the second half. Two of eight or two of seven for Bellevue West. Carney was 0 for five. And when we saw we saw Murray in the first half for the Bearcats, hit a, he hit two and I think a span of three or four possessions. And then they just didn't go back to him, find him in space. When you have a shooter that hits, even if he's not your guy that's going to be out there every possession. If someone starts to show a little bit of a hot hand, I would have liked to see him coming off in space a little bit more than they had. And really, once you got late into that game and Bellevue West started to play lockdown defense, Carney High holding on to that lead didn't stay as aggressive. And really, I'm not sure how much more aggressive they really could have been with all of that pressure from the Thunderbirds. But you have to, with that lead, not just sit back, try to wait for that game to get done. They really needed to try to get back into the paint, put those points up instead of holding on to the lead. 44-41, Bellevue West wins it. We're waiting for Coach Drake Baronic, and I'm sure this is probably a little extra long talk uh, in the locker room, but Carney did the things that you, we kind of talked about it at the start of the game, and as the game moved on, we did a lot of things out there uh, that your teams, like at Carney or Grand Island, against the Metro has to do. you got to win the rebounding battle. you got to out-hustle the other team. you got to hit your free throws. you got to be that gritty blue collar team and Carney won all those categories tonight. I would say Carney was 100% the more physical team for three and a half quarters and the only reason they weren't the more physical team for that last about four or five minutes of the ball game is simply because all of that pressure from the Bellevue West guards where they weren't able to get offensively we saw Stroh so many times throughout the ball game just say he's going to put his head down he got into the paint got some buckets threw a couple guys around like he did throughout the game and then defensively on the other end, Carney High wasn't getting in front as much as they were in the first half. Bellevue West went into halftime. They knew they had the athletes. They had to dribble around, find guys in space, and not just find guys in space, but have Chucky Hepburn find guys in space, and that's what worked in the second half. Well, while we wait for Coach, let's run down the stats that I had tonight. For Bellevue West, Javid Newar hit one three-point bucket, three points, three rebounds. Owen Woodard, four points. Dang Jahl, two points, three rebounds, and a block. Trey Hepburn hit a couple of threes in the first half for his six points. Lewis Fiddler, two rebounds. Nico Felici, nine points, three rebounds, and a block. Chucky Hepburn, a game-high 20 points. John Shanklin did have four block shots. 19 points in the first half, 25 in the second half, 44 points, 11 rebounds. At the free throw line, 7 out of 12 in a basketball game, 5 out of 13 from three-point land, six block shots. Five of those were in the first half. They did kind of change what Carney High did with their shot selection, the way they attacked as the game moved on. And I only had Bellevue West for seven turnovers in the entire game, only two in the second half. Bellevue West 1-0. They'll play Lincoln High in the Apod Championship Saturday, who beat Papio tonight by a score of 72-71 to in overtime. For Carney High, Carson Schwartz, six points. We had one rebound for Braden Miller. Seth Stroh led the Bearcats with 15 points, eight rebounds. 
Then we had Jay Nangan, four points, five rebounds. Colin Murray hit a couple of threes. He has six points, one rebound for Keon Gorey, two points, one rebound, Jack Johnson, eight points, 14 rebounds, and three block shots for Shiloh Robinson. 41 points, 30 rebounds, five out of seven at the free throw line, two of 11 from three-point land, the three blocks, and the 15 turnovers. Carney will play Papio on Saturday. Coach Drake Baronic joins us here. And, Coach, uh, we talked about you doing all the blue-collar things you needed to do to be in this basketball game, and I know it's hard to let one get away. We can say in the last minute, but the last four minutes of that fourth quarter, just kind of Bellevue West needed did what they needed to do. You had a couple of turnovers. You missed a couple of free throws. You got a couple of offensive boards, but the ball just didn't go in the hoop the last four minutes. Yeah, I think we were stuck on 39 for a while there, and uh, it's early in the season, but we need to be a better job, do a better job of executing late. I mean, when we got a six, uh, five to seven-point lead late in the game, it's time to grind them. And our teams have always grinded them. Now, the problem is, is we lose a guy like Cannon Costler, who in that moment makes makes a play. And uh, we'll have a guy. We're going to – it is the start of the season. So, um, you know, we got, we got to do a better job of taking care of the basketball. We weren't done playing offense, but it's time to back break them and get an easy one and grind some offense and, and just really knock them out. And uh, we need to do a better job of, of working on that in practice. That's one thing that we didn't get to, and, and we played against pressure. We did some good stuff. We got back on defense, man. I'd like to find a team that's held Bellevue West to 44 points. It, it don't happen. Um, there was a time there where they had 32 with about six minutes mm-hmm. to go in the game. So our kids are going to compete. They're going to compete all year long, and uh, I love our guys. Well, and Pat Burn just had a heck of a shot to end the game, too. Uh, you guys had it defensed well. What about the way uh, you attacked Chucky and the way that they – kind of put a lot of double-team pressure on Shiloh. Yeah, we needed to probably make it so he couldn't get a catch. And, you know, Seth stayed on for a little bit. We probably should have just stayed for a little bit longer. Um, but, that's again, that's my fault. I, mean, I need to be clear with my communication there, and we need to make sure that we're executing that stuff. But, uh, uh, you know, Chuck, he's, he did it to us this summer. He's a good player. It's why he's got a Division One offer. and um, We had it pretty good guarded. And I'll take my chances with Shiloh Robinson, hand in the face um, from about 22 feet. And uh, any day of the week, so he made a tough play, and uh, and you know, talking about Shiloh, I mean, it's the first game back in a long time, so uh, he was you know, anxious a little bit, and and balls were flying, and they were coming down and slapping at him a little bit, and you know, one time he might get fouled, I don't know, but um, he's got to be stronger with it, and we got to help him out. I mean, that's that is what we got to do. Drake Veronic with us for another minute, and then we'll let him get out of here after the 44-41 loss at the buzzer tonight to Bellevue West. Unfortunately, you'll have that taste in your mouth that you lost the basketball game tonight, but you did so many good things for those three-and-a-half quarters. You have to be pleased with the way that started the season for you. Yeah, you know, it's just it'd be nice to walk out of here with a W, but uh, um, this is a long season, and we're about growth. And uh, you got to start somewhere, and adversity things like this can do two things to you can either quit or you can you can grind harder and our kids and our program is going to grind harder every single time and so if this doesn't motivate our kids to work harder in practice and commit more to the basketball and do more then uh, they're in the wrong program so um you know it's kind of like the huskers in football if they would have came out and had a, a six and six season and they made a bowl game everything would have been peachy um you really don't know the bottom to appreciate the top. 
And so um, I'm not sure that Nebraska football would ever be as good as they're going to be if they didn't have to go through the struggles and the trials and tribulations because everybody would just been okay with what it was. Um, so, uh, you know, we don't want to lose, but if we can learn from a loss, um, I think it's that much stronger for us. So um, we've been in this situation before. seems like every year we get off to an okay start, and at some point we're going to hit some momentum, hit a stride, and, and play some good basketball. So. Well, if the team can play like this all year, uh, you're going to have a ton of wins. So, Drake, we'll let you get out of here, and good luck on Saturday. Yeah, it'd be nice to play a little bit better offensively, but uh, we definitely guard all right. And that's crazy to think that uh, after watching me play a little bit that I'm a defensive coach, isn't that? I'm not, I'm not bringing it up, I man. mean, come on, man. I'm so not bringing it up. We'll, we'll be better, and um, I, I love our guys. I'm excited for the rest of the year. All right, bud. Appreciate it. Thank Drake you. Drake Veronic, head coach of the Carney Bearcats. They come up just short, and I thought we were going to still be playing basketball with – Five seconds remaining on the clock. I thought we were still going to be playing uh, basketball here in overtime. But, uh, Caleb, good game tonight for uh, Carney High. Uh, if if they play like this, I think they show that they are a top-five program here tonight. And Bellevue West didn't play their best basketball either. Neither team played their best basketball tonight, but they played good basketball and they played hard basketball. It was fantastic basketball, especially for opening night, the way they've got this all set up here with a, with a couple of top-five teams. If you're Bellevue West, you you escaped Kearney. You escaped the Great West with a win. And if you're Kearney, going forward, I think this is definitely a team that not just looks to Lincoln, but looks to taking on Bellevue West in Lincoln. Because the way they played, you get to, other than that fourth quarter where things just disappeared on them, they, if they put up points, they run away with the end of this ballgame. They just weren't able to do that. Kearney High, definitely a top-five team. Bellevue West, Chucky Hepburn, definitely the team to beat right now in Class A. So the Carney girls a winner tonight. The Carney boys come up on the short end. We'll take a final break and wrap things up after this. Soil is a living organism that changes year to year, which means soil fertility can vary widely across the field. Don't let this be a limiting factor in reaching your high yield goals. At Aurora Co-op, they know that grid soil sampling is the foundation to a solid fertility program. Knowing what's going on is important because it helps you build the right plan and utilize your dollars wisely. Aurora Co-op's agronomic experts can help you build the right plan for your acres. To learn more, contact one of their agronomy team members today. Tougher together, Aurora and you. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you well the Pleasanton girls uh, number one jump out all over Axtell tonight win that ball game 55-12 and uh, the Pleasanton boys 36-26 to start the fourth quarter over Axtell right now on Power 99 tomorrow night weather permitting and I think we're going to be okay to get there it's at getting home so be careful but Carney Catholic at North Platte girls at six boys at 745 it's the season opener for both the second year that these teams have played we'll be out at North Platte those will be here on ESPN Fort Kearney Conference, Overton and Loomis tomorrow night. Girls at 6, followed by the boys on Power 99. That boys game could be for the regular season conference title. This early on, they're expected to maybe be the top two 
or if not two of the top three or four teams in Elm Creek is rated as well. Uh, that could be for the conference title tomorrow. Saturday afternoon here on ESPN, Carney Catholic will host Holdridge. That gets underway at 345. And then on Power 99, we're back here at Carney High for the wrestling invite finals, which uh, should get underway around 2.30 again, weather permitting that things start on time. Uh, this Saturday, then next Tuesday, Axtell Silver Lake on Power 99 Boys and Girls Basketball. And the season is underway, and I don't know if it's going to get a whole lot more exciting. Uh, we've had a great atmosphere tonight. We might see better basketball. We might see, we'll definitely see higher scoring basketball, but a shot at the buzzer by a sophomore who has already committed to play at Nebraska, and Bellevue West wins at 44-41. Other than getting a, a Carney High win at home and hearing that crowd explosion at the end, there's not many more exciting ways to start out the winter sports season, obviously, Carney High Wrestling, going to have all of that going on on Saturday. All of this, again, weather permitting. But if you're bored waiting for this weather to come around over the next couple days, well, then that's on you because we've got so much basketball and wrestling to take care of you all the way through there as Platte River Preps does and everything at PlatteRiverPreps.com. But all kinds of games, all kinds of matchups that not just get these teams' seasons going, these have implications on what kind of hardware guys get at the, or guys and girls get at the end of the regular season. And again, the Carney girls won tonight as well. So that's going to wrap things up. Monday night football, we will join it in progress here in just a moment as the Dallas Cowboys are still shutting out the New Orleans Saints 13 to nothing with 11 minutes to go in the third quarter. That's coming up next. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today and folks don't forget to check out platriverpreps.com we're about ready to announce our november athletes of the month but still a couple of days for you to nominate your favorite athlete brought to you by bnb carpet in donovan log on to platriverpreps.com and again the final score nebraska commit chucky hepburn hits a fadeaway three at the buzzer to break the tie his 20th point of the night 44 41 over carney high for our producer engineer chris langan and caleb henry i'm doug duda from carney high saying thanks for listening this broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.